I certainly went on to continue blowing on cartridges well after the Nintendo. <laughs> I was I was blowing Super Nintendos. I was blowing sixty fours. I was blowing. I mean, into the cartridges. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I blew a few CDs. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good, man. Kind of forgot to breathe during that microphone silence time. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, a little dizzy from uh, that, but other than that, no, I, I'm good. Don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah. Hey, um, mm, a lot of pressure. Look, let's get right. I, I, I want to set the scene here. Yeah. This is going to be a good episode. Yeah. When you were a little kid, did you ever like? go out and like set up a ramp in the backyard. Oh hell yeah. And just go like, oh I'm gonna ramp that. I'm gonna ramp that You dang with right. my bike. And I'm gonna catch air. Yeah. Did you ever do anything like that? And you end up just like completely eating shit and like scraping up your knees and it just hurts like hell. And then mom's <laughs> gotta like put a little bit of alcohol. It's like, oh did you ever go through that as a kid? Oh yeah. I, I, I split the frame on my bike once doing that, you know, and and it was game over, you know, no back till Christmas pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, and that's, and I think that that is one of a set of memories that I think an age, a certain age group of people alive today can like look back and go, Hey, you remember, or did you ever, when you were a kid, set up a ramp and jump it with a bike and, you know, they're like, yeah. successful or unsuccessful or in, in some regard, shape or form like that, you know, and like, and that's like one thing that a lot of people that can, like will go and like look back on with a lot of nostalgia. Uh, and there's a lot of things like that. And that's kind of what this episode is going to be about. One of those things that I think a certain age group of folks that are alive today, uh, and maybe we can try and lock down those numbers uh, in a thought experiment there, but something that a lot of folks experience and can look back on and just with a lot of nostalgia and be like, Oh gosh, I totally remember doing that. Yeah. And, uh, and that is blowing into Nintendo cartridges to get them to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Uh, welcome gamers, non-gamers, PVEers, PVPers, and even NPCs. We certainly do not discriminate. I'm Movox. And I'm Chuck Tomahawk. And this is the New Wave Gaming Podcast, where we like to talk about all things gaming of before and all things gaming of present and how they relate to each other and how they have evolved over time. And we are really excited for this episode because it's just something that uh, I think fits perfectly with the pillars of this podcast, pillars of conversation of this podcast. Wouldn't you say, Chuck T? Yeah, I think so. It, it uh, you know, like you said, it's sort of a core memory for a lot of folks and, and, you know, one of the things I thought of when I first started thinking of it is just it, it kind of says something about how good the games were, you know, because you wanted that thing to work like, you know, and you're willing <laughs> to try anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tommy, blow into this. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I think it goes without saying that we're. <laughs> Let's try and keep this one clean, Chuck. I know you've probably got like a whole list of blowing jokes already lined up. (laughs) 
<laughs> you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> let me get. Let, let me just get one good. Like, like. Oh, you actually do. I was just joking. Yeah. Well, like, like when you first sent this to me, you you didn't word it exactly the same. You, you said something like blowing on it till it works, and and I, like, my immediate thought was like that. For that's like in one sentence describes sex life after forty. Like is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fellow gamers, I almost just spit my coffee out. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Thank you for that to look forward to. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I agree. It, it, uh, this is kind of uh, the in you knows are, are ever flowing with, with this topic, but uh, it, it also is. Uh, you know, it, it's a core memory. Like I said, it, 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 when I really think about what I'm actually, what that we're actually talking about, it's, it's something near and dear to my heart. And honestly, I'd employ it right now if I needed to. <laughs> you need to get that game working. Yeah. How with all them haters out there? We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, welcome to the podcast. If you're new and here for the first time, uh, thank you. Thank you for checking us out. Feel free to drop us a like or a rating, a review. It really helps us get out there. And um, you know, we might we might come and bring this up in a future episode. I really need to check. I need to talk to Chuck about it. But we're really trying to just prevent him from going and opening a no uh, excuse me an OnlyFans account. <laughs> um, we really need to prevent that. It might become like a fund or a movement. I don't know. We're gonna you know we just need your help. Show us some love out there. It helps get us out to other listeners that might enjoy the content. And um, yeah. We'll leave our we'll leave our social media and contact info in the description, but uh, we're there on the Facebook at facebook.com forward slash New Wave Gaming Podcast, and you can also reach out to us directly via email, ovox and Chuck at gmail That's o v o x a n d c h u k at gmail We would love to hear from you. We'd love it. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't take yeah. too long on that, though, because uh, these feet aren't getting any younger. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep you off only. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, maybe the bike and the ramp wasn't the best way to set the scene. But what I was just trying to get at is that, uh, it, you know, if I look back in, at my childhood and think of just like, core great moments and memories of like fun times mm -hmm. uh definitely setting up like a very dangerous makeshift ramp or like leaning a piece of plywood up against something and just going at it extremely fast on a on a bike um not designed for that uh that <laughs> was probably purchased at like fred meyer or ralph's or something yeah. um and just yeah. trying to get as much air as you can man just you know <laughs> and usually wiping out scraping up my knees uh and another one of those memories is sitting on the carpet either alone or with my best buddies um probably just after school um, maybe like, you know, with some bologna and cheese sandwiches on the way that mom's thrown together in the kitchen or something like that, or, or pops, yeah. we're talking early nineties and, uh, got a, a, Nintendo there in front of us, an NES or a super NES might've been a Sega. And, uh, just for some reason you put the cartridge into the, into the console on the top there, turn on that power and it just, it, something would not, it wouldn't be working. 
But it was never as frustrating as, as you might think because we always had a solution. <laughs> That's right. And that solution <laughs> was to pull that, pull that cartridge back out, flip it upside down, and you start at the bottom and just blow from top bottom to top or top to bottom and then reinsert it back into the console and power it up. You just give it up, you know, yank it out, click. However many times everyone had their own style with it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> it's kind of like stances at arcade machines. Like, I, I agree. Everyone has their own style with it. Like, because there's a yeah, lot you're of kind variables. of. You were kind of looking at me with like some eyebrows there going, I don't know about that top to bottom, bottom to top thing. You, <laughs> like you were you a little fast, I felt like. Like, like you got to get some contact time on that those air, on each each individual pin. Like you, you were like ripping a phone book in half there or something. Like, I was like, dude, I've been going to gym, man. You see that? No, no. Hey, so, so, and then you reinsert it and, but you know, sure enough, you turn it on and instant. Instant, and that's actually something I wanted to bring up that's completely off topic, Ben, but how about that instant load time of cartridges back in the day? Boom. Just Music turn, on. You, you flick the switch, and the game is on. It's ready. <laughs> Anyways, so that's what this episode is about, fellow gamers. It's, uh, do you remember blowing into cartridges to get them to work? I think like like one of my first thoughts is is kind of like like the origin of, of these cartridges and and when we first saw them and and I, I as best as my I could tell like researching like the Fairchild Channel F had the first cartridges and I think yep. maybe the Atari twenty six hundred like maybe the first successful cartridges like mass produced. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. You know, that's going to be in yep. everyone's memory out there. Um, so. Yeah, and I I personally don't remember doing this at the Atari. I I do remember there being issues at times, but it it usually... (laughs) But of other sorts. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, you had it like on the wrong channel or something or, or, you know, some of the... Or maybe the game sucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And and you were were thinking otherwise? Or, yeah, like as soon as it didn't work, you were like, I'll just go outside, like... And create a ramp and yeah. launch myself with a bike. Yeah, it's like, yeah, maybe tomorrow. But yeah, I, you know, the, I, I think we went over in the past, like the, the the sketchy connection back there with the UHF, like sort of converter and all that. So, you know, oh, you back mean on there, the back of those, uh, yeah, on those, uh, no, what were they, think, CRT TVs? Yeah, I talked about like, like getting a um, knife, you know, like a butter knife from my mom's kitchen in there and you know going back there and working those screws and getting it all so so you know that was your first thought you're like you know i i'm no electrician so you know there, there's probably something you know that would be the source and i i just don't ever remember thinking you know that it, and i i went back and looked at the the cartridges and you don't see a lot of um pictures of the business end sort of of the 2600 cartridge and that I feel like the 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 connector pins were somewhat more visible in the NES cartridge, you know, like like that you know maybe made made you think that, and and also like the Intellivision cartridges. I don't remember, you know, I spent a lot of time with those, and and like I I don't ever remember that, you know, being the real particular issue, but uh, yeah, well, as we'll we'll come to see here, and. I don't know that they actually had that issue. So what you're telling me kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because there was a particular uh, design flaw with the 
Nintendo Entertainment System cartridges um, that uh, were were you know going around in the U.S. Uh, I don't know if this was a symptom a symptom of the Famicom, which was the J- Japanese exclusive uh, variant of the Nintendo Entertainment System, because mm-hmm. I think those were on the top, right? Those cartridges would would go in on the top of on those. I'm I'm pretty sure. So on the twenty six um, or on the the Famicom on. On the on the Famicom Japanese yeah. exclusive, yeah, I think you're version, right. I so. think you're right. Yeah, but so, what is a cartridge? You know, um, I think it's fair to say that there's going to be listeners out there that were probably born after a certain year that, uh, you know, they've probably only seen cartridges maybe on YouTube videos or in other f- other forms of con- uh, content online. But if perhaps perhaps maybe have never actually seen a cartridge uh, as we know them as uh, you know a little bit older gamers here um, because I think the Nintendo 64 was the last like home console like the, you know a console that you have at home uh, that uh, you know where you'd put the cartridge in on the top you know and turn the game on and boom you'd, you know you'd be playing Goldeneye 007 or um, you know Super Mario 64 or, yeah. or uh, Star Fox 64 and those amazing games yeah, I think that was the last one, man. So, I mean, I mean, this the switch has cartridge-like technology, mm-hmm. and I think you had an interesting story you wanted to touch on about that. We can get into it a little bit. Yeah, uh, kind of, you know, Chuck T coming at us again with the <laughs> with the craziest <laughs> shit on these topics. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll maybe save that for the end. But uh, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that's good coffee. Um, but so I'm going to probably, uh, do this horribly, but I'll, I'll do my best. But, but anyways, a cartridge was the, uh, mechanism through which the older, the cartridge based consoles would play the games. And basically it's just a, uh, plastic box, um, cartridge that has a, uh, technology inside the chips and everything. And, it contains mostly uh, what they call ROM memory, which is read-only memory. Yeah. So when you would insert the cartridge into the mainframe, all of the content on that uh, on that chip on the inside the cartridge effectively became part of the 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 hardware, the the console. Like it, it became a part of the system, which is why like those there were no load times and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's you know obviously it's way there's there's way more to it than that but that's basically the the gist of how those would work. Some of them would come with um, additional technology that would uh, introduce a bit of RAM and I think there were other like chips for like additional sound uh, and other types of um, enhancements. But for the most part, yeah. a cartridge is just this little plastic. Uh, I want to say box, but it's not a box. You know, it's just like a little rectangular plastic. Uh, cartridge because I don't know another word to use but inside there's a like you know a series of tech with chips on it you insert it into the console and turn the the, the game the console on and it immediately just boots right up yeah yeah but to, I, what's important to I think what's important to just for the listeners to visualize this is that especially the ones that have never maybe held a, a cartridge before is that if if you have this cartridge in your hand and you flip it upside down there's basically a a strip of of uh, the a, a piece of the chip hanging out of the bottom of the cartridge. It's a strip of the chip hanging out, and there's little pins on it that look like teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that's the part that you would uh, you know insert and push down and uh, turn the game on. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was calling the business in there a second ago. That, oh, yeah. that definitely like, that. Like, like describes it like super well. And, you know, I, I think that's it. it. Like seeing that, you know, made you sort of think you could alter that situation somehow, that dust might be a problem with that. You know, maybe you haven't stored it in the little sleeve that it came in and, and you know, you... you oh, yeah, because it came with a little... The, the NES cartridges came with a little, like, sock thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I have to admit, too, that, like, something, like, part of just being alive at that time is is I remember, like, our computers at school. Like, like there was a guy that came and working at him one day and, like, just a drop of sweat like came off his head and like this blue smoke came up out of that computer, like where it went into it and like it destroyed that thing. So I, I want to say like <laughs> there, there wasn't, there was, and I remember dust like being a particular enemy of it. Like, like maybe even like we had these little air duster can things that we were supposed to kind of keep the computer clean with and stuff. Like, like, so I, I, I can remember an attitude of like electronics need to be clean you know, and and are very susceptible to you know outside yeah, influences, man. like like so. I mean, even even back in the eighties and nineties, it had already been like you know, uh, maybe ten fifteen years into the development of all this new tech, but it was still such a young age. You know, nobody knew how to take care of this stuff. It was probably just the 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 mindset was. This was like a thousand dollars. We need to take a lot of good care of it. So yeah. let's clean that bitch. You know. Well, yeah, and like when, stuff, it, it, it was so expensive back then. And in the movies, it was always going on the fritz somehow. Like you know that robot on Lost in Space was always doing something crazy, <laughs> and like you know, so it was like it, it, you, you sort of danger, like, <laughs> danger, yeah, Jock-tee. yeah. Oh, oh god, that show is like just. I, I've watched so many reruns of that. That, that have you seen the new one? I have, and I, I, I super enjoyed it, but... Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Oh, what is that doctor, the doctor that's like the... the the Smith? Oh, that dude. Like, in the original show, he was such a slime ball. Like, I hated him so <laughs> oh, <man>. much. <laughs> dude, what about Dr. Smith on the new show? I mean, it's a lady in this new show, but man, she is like evil, you know? <laughs> evil. You know, I, I've I've saw I've saw all like, of it, and and I and I and I'm not like pulling up the same amount of memories as I am of that that older dude. Like he, he was, oh, he was just despicable. Everything, uh, like, yeah, I know, yeah. He's just like, oh, somebody, like, somebody, he needs to die off. <laughs> yeah, but I, I want to say, you know, it was like. Like tech went bad, and 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 like like think of like uh, the Fonz from Happy Days when when the uh, the the jukebox would mess up, he would he would punch it, you know, like he would give it a good you know little jolt on the side, like like and yeah, you know, it, yeah, he'd give it a little uh, elbow or a little <laughs> punch, and then he'd flare his uh, collar, yeah, hey. and everyone and would, would look at it and be like, yeah, hey. <laughs> Dude, nobody knows what happy days is, man. <laughs> oh, I know, and it, and it was even before my time, to be honest with you. I, I just saw it in reruns, but like, uh, you know, it, it's uh, <laughs> I, it, it's like I say, I'm just God, trying to paint this show. like like picture of of you know what led us up to this point, and like like you know people's attitudes towards electronics, and and uh, you know I, I think it's important that we point out here, like like one of the things that kind of made me smile as I was looking at this stuff is that. 
you know, our research for the last episode, like as soon as, um, you know, I think you'd, you'd mentioned something about how, how the Nintendo Entertainment System looked like a VCR. And, you know, that the, the cartridge had this sort of zero insertion force, I, I think, design. Correct. That, that yeah, ZI, uh, ZIF. They actually had a name for that, I think. ZIF or ZIF. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, you know, we, we've we talked about that they, they didn't want it to look like a console because consoles had kind of gone out of favor there after the crash of 1983, which we talked about in our, in our last episode. And, and you know, it, I don't think, you know, I wouldn't have had that knowledge really beforehand. Like, like maybe I could have pieced that together just a little bit, you know, but I, I didn't know that, you know, that why they named it the Nintendo Entertainment System. And, you know, like we talked about Dude, Rob. Dude, when you told me there was like a robot. Rob the robot. <laughs> yeah, Rob, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Did he so, play with you? So, yeah, you know, it, it uh, I hope that brings some value to this information for folks. And, and you know, I, I know it did for me and, uh it, it, it's fun to see those connections, I, I think. And uh, can, can you tell me a little bit more about that zero in, insertion force situation and, and like why why they did that? Like, because I feel like that's like one of the culprits here. Like, like why you know maybe the the NES had that problem where where we didn't see it in the consoles previous. Yeah, yeah, and this is gonna kind of come. This, the, yeah, I can I can do my best to kind of dive into that a little bit more, and it's gonna come coupled with what we were experiencing at at the time, like w- what we were experiencing and why would we would even do this. But yeah, so video game crash, you know, everyone lost the their lust for game consoles. They were still kind of into computers a little bit more, it seemed like, but, you know, technology was still pushing forward in other areas, and that was certainly in VCRs. And I think the VHS thing was just, you know, I'm not sure, I don't know the numbers, but it was certainly very popular, Absolutely. And uh, yeah. getting into them households, yeah. you know, it was probably in those uh, retail magazines, the Sears, JCPenney, all that stuff, you know, they're getting sold everywhere and all that. Maybe not JCPenney. Probably not, right? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, for more... sure. Yeah, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just double checking. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so they needed to uh, effectively just cr- kind of create a design for the Famicom that would be they would make it into households in the North American market after all of this, after the, the, the lust lost with uh, gaming consoles after the video game crash of 83. So they're like, well, what, what is working right now? What is, uh, what is making it into the households? And the VCR, which plays these large rectangular VHS uh, tapes um, that also just tons of nostalgia there, but we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Um, they were popular. They were making it in the households. And they basically, if you look at a VCR from back then, it was a, a large gray box. Mm-hmm. But one of the particularities about that VCR was that the, the, the port where you would put the cassette in was on the side and not on the top. Mm-hmm. So where most consoles like the Atari... I believe 600, the Atari 800, the Atari 2600, all of those uh, cassettes went in on the top. The Fairchild F, which was the first console to have cartridge, I think was into the side. Mm-hmm. Um, double check that. Uh, uh, double check that, uh, esteemed listener and gamer. You know, I might be wrong there, but uh, I know the Intellivision so, was on the side as well. There you go. But the Intellivision wasn't a console. Hmm. 
Some would argue, or was it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it a? Uh, they they wasn't did, it looked at more as a PC? They did try to market it as you know an all-in-one of sorts. I I, I think, but but I consider it a console. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess console. it is more of a console. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I felt like they were trying to. Oh no, I'm sorry. The Commodore 64 was the the PC, more of a PC correct, style, right? Correct. Absolutely. Okay, forgive me, listeners. I was I was mistaken. Our episode one with the Commodore 64 episode. Okay, forgive. It did what I have said that there. attachment that made it into into a computer. So so I I can definitely see why you have that visual yeah. for sure. Yeah, but long story short, the VCRs were making it in the household. So Nintendo like said, all right, let's redesign the Famicom to have more of a VCR, more of a, maybe even a PC type of look. We'll make it so that the cartridges go in on the side. We'll make them much bigger than the cartridges that people are familiar with now to give it a whole nother look in that regard. And in doing that, they also, I believe, adapted the VCR tech in regard to the cartridge insertion. Mm-hmm. So with a normal console, and we'll just say the Atari 2600, you know, you have the cartridge in your hand, you put it in the top, and I think you just give it a little bit of pressure and it'll eventually stop. And that's as far as it goes. But you basically have to put that pressure, um, con- a little bit, of, you know, considerable pressure there. With the v- with this new, uh, what is it, the ZIF, Zero Insertion Force uh, port, you just take the Nintendo cartridge you just slide it in and it just kind of goes right in there. You don't have to give it too much force. Eventually you'll feel a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, force where you're hitting the back and you just, from there you just click it down. So with the NES, because it was the only Nintendo console in the U S that had that, um, mechanism. And again, the NES is the Nintendo entertainment system, uh, to achieve, that kind of like mechanic there, they had to design the pins on the, on the chip spread on that strip that's in the, the business end, as you described it. <laughs> um, they had to design it in a way where they were manufactured like pre-bent. They were like just slightly bent so that when you push the cartridge in, it would kind of like press up against the receiving pins and create this nice little like slide and and then you just press the cartridge down and boom. You, so that's how it would make its contact. And all the, the all of the teeth and pins would line up and just whoop. So in designing it that way, every time, so, you know, every, yeah, in designing it that way, let's say, you know, we're, you and I are there, we're laid out on the carpet, having a great time. We just got a pizza from uh, Domino's or from Pizza Hut, uh, you know, we're chilling. It's gonna. It's a gaming weekend. There's. We just started summer break. You know, we just got back from the movie theaters. It's just been a great whatever. And we've got a, our favorite games lined up. We put the. We slide the cartridge in. Press it down. Hit power. And one of three, four things are happening, except the one that we want, which is the <laughs> game to work. We've either got a red screen. Uh, I think there's like a green screen. Uh-huh. Of course, these are red and green. These are primary colors, right? It would make sense. And then there'd be like the screen where you just see all these just like, it's just like a clusterfuck of pixels all over the place. It's like a salad. Like you don't even know what you're looking at. Yep. Just some just some craziness. I feel like I got that one more than any other, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, uh, this is all on a very old school 
TV. It's not on like one of these new H, you know, high definition, uh, you know, whatever flat screen TVs um, with uh, high refresh rates and HDR and all this stuff. No, we're talking about uh, what are they called, Chuck? CRT, CRT TVs. This- yeah, cathode ray tube. I, I think is, is what that stands for. <laughs> One more time. Say it again. That's a Say it again cathode really fast. ray tube. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you do one more time, but like really fast. Cathode ray tube. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> That's yeah, basic CRT. You're gonna have that on your big jobs. <laughs> but no, I, I, and and you know, as I pointed out earlier, all of those connections to that TV, including that TV, are questionable here. They weren't necessarily designed <laughs> for what you're trying to do, like especially with the floor model yeah. wood. Grain Nobody was doing some high TV. stakes battle royale on those bad. Yeah, down at Magnavox, they weren't thinking like, you know, maybe later, like, will it be some stuff shipped from Japan that we plug in here? Like, no, no, I, I don't <laughs> think that was the intent. So you were you were kind of making a square peg fit in a round hole to begin with, but you were going to do it because it was a good game. And, and you know, I, I, I can almost like like visualize like, like, like there was a certain game – or two that that seem to be worse than others for me the, as far as the this connection goes but but like I, yeah I, I think you're describing it really well and, and and the 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 connection to the VCR like as I think about that I, I wish it worked exactly like a VCR like if because it's almost like the VCR VCR has that soft close effect like like kind of like you ever saw those cabinets like where they they kind of it's almost like a certain point they take over. Like you don't have to push anymore and it kind of slowly yeah. shuts it down. Well, once you're putting that VCR, like VHS cassette in there, it kind of takes over at a point and puts it back there. And in the Nintendo, you had to sort of, like you said, like, like bottom it out in that zero insertion force kind of way where those pins that are slightly bent connected with those connectors and, and you pushed it down at that point. And and yeah, I didn't, didn't find out until I was a full grown adult that you didn't have to push it down. Like, do you know that? Did, is did if you saw that? What? That's that's a bunch of hock tui. I I said the same thing. No, dude. you're lying to me, man. Why are you looking at me with them? <laughs> Those I want to I'm going to give like credit. Maybe I think that '90s kid uh, is the the channel that that I saw that on uh, where. Yeah, he was like, there ain't no way. <laughs> he, went, he was like, oh my God. <laughs> maybe he like, maybe he did something to the, to the insides. I, maybe he like rearranged something in there. I don't make, it make the rules, man. I mean, this is just the universe. I'm living in <laughs> I it. I don't so. make rules. I just break the rules. <laughs> like, go box. Hit the YouTubes <laughs> and, and tell me I'm wrong. It, 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 as I, I've come to believe you don't have to push it down. Well, we'll see about that. Okay. All right. We'll but come but back to that. I put you know I believed it so much as a kid. I never somebody never crossed my mind not to turn. I can to push it down. I can. I know. I know your face planning right now. Please write us in and tell Chuck, tell Chuck that he's wrong. You do have to push it down and to not open an OnlyFans account. Please. <laughs> I know you're listening, this dear listener. <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. No, we'll see. It. You might be right. And if you're and you know what? If you are right and the listeners are a witness, I will admit I will admit that I was wrong right here on our next episode. 
cool man yeah, uh, so. yeah I, I mean I, I don't have like a huge attachment to it but I, I'm, I'm not kidding you like like it's 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 something that, that well I, you probably got one of these lying around in your house somewhere you've mm-hmm. had everything else I that literally we've talked have about. one about ba- this basement at this house right now are you serious mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know that I have any games or anything that. in the 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 everything you need to get the show started but yeah I have one uh, for sure it's in a Super Nintendo box for some reason but yeah it's down there I saw it just the other day which was a great console. Yeah. But so yeah, we got we got this design. They did it for marketing reasons to get the console into the US and get it into the household successfully. It paid off. Um and they created these cartridges with the zero in- insertion force to simulate VCR's insertion. Chuck is totally right. I do remember the VCR's being a little bit easier. It seemed like it like once the VHS was all the way in there, like, you know, you want to go and watch uh, Lethal Weapon again or Die Hard and you put the VHS in there and it eventually it would just kind of like go down. Yeah. And then you just hit play. It was great. Some yeah. of them just would automatically start playing it once you got into the 90s, Dude. into the later 90s. They'd, VCRs got pretty high tech there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember beta? Like in the beginning, there were two technologies that were competing. One was called VHS and one was called beta. And beta was way bigger. Like, like the I wasn't alive. I don't think. Yeah, the beta, the beta was was a bigger player. It was a bigger cassette, every, everything. And, you know, so, so I think they kind of found some sweet spot there. Like, 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 I don't think it's any accident that Nintendo made these cartridges kind of the size that they did. Like, like you mentioned it earlier, like, like they made them bigger, but like, like I, I think. I, I, they I made think them gray, man, and, they made them, all of this was gray, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I just want to point out that it could be, you could go too big. Like, like, you know, and that's almost like what beta was like to me. Um, it was ah. too big. It took up more room at the 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 the, the blockbuster, or whatever. You could get fewer movies in there. Like like it. it okay. Yeah. 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 It was. It, it was. Yep. But but yeah, I think they latched on. Like like they saw the v, the the VCR had won that battle, and it was the success. And 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 they they made the little door on the the NES system here to kind of emulate that. Yes. And, yeah. And totally. All, all of that situation, which which kind of leads us to this point, to where like like you, we've described already, like like you put this in there and you get one of those bad results, like like the red screen, the green screen. And and so, what do you do? What do you, like like troubleshoot this? You, you know, it, it, you're not troubleshoot. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's gotta, like it's your house, man. Like, like you don't want me to go to work on your TV. Like, <laughs> like, like I thought we were going to play some games. Let's get let's get this thing working, man. <laughs> no, but I think what I mean by that is like we weren't troubleshooting shit, dude. You're just pulling that bitch right back out, flipping her around. And you just start blowing into it. <laughs> that was troubleshooting for us in the early nineties. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> wonder how that spread. Like, like, I mean, how how we had to see someone else do it. Like, I don't know that. Like, why did we do that there and not, you know, somewhere else? That is a good point. I don't know why, or if I saw it, someone else doing it, and that's the, when I started doing it, or if I just kind of automatically assumed that, oh, there's probably some dust on these pins here. I should <laughs> probably uh, just blow them off, and then it'll work. What? But look, what, what has to be mentioned here is that because of that design, every time you put the cartridge in, you're kind of breaking it a little bit. 
every single time mm -hmm. because of the way those pins are designed to be bent. You're kind of like every time you put the cartridge in, it's like you're unbending them a little bit to the point where not every pin is going to have a good contact on the receiving pin. So I think that's kind of like, or at least it certainly is one of the theories that I found online and stuff that that's why that was breaking down. So, you know, what we would do to troubleshoot was <laughs> pull it out and blow on it. <laughs> like, this will help. <laughs> I, I, I could see me probably checking the, the connections in the back. You, you know, I, w I would probably like, like maybe not get behind the TV because that was going to involve getting up, pulling the TV out and all that mess. Yeah. But uh, Taking more of mom's knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, all going through that situation, like finding the one I'd gotten last time and hadn't returned behind the TV when I move it. <laughs> John, <laughs> yeah. where are my knives? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like what is that boy doing now? But you know, so so I would check those connections. I think, and and I would check and make sure I was on the right channel on the TV. And just like you said, I I would have to pull that thing out, and and it's 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 blow time. <laughs> like you know, and and I feel like my style. I'm more of a slow. I would say medium high pressure, like. <laughs> Like blow down consistent, yeah, yeah, consistent, yeah, okay, end to end, you know, and, and yeah, maybe you're more with the consistent, maybe style. if possibly a blow into the machine, but more than likely not, like, like you know, because that 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 would that would kind of because it was always in the floor at my house, you'd had to got down there and, and really, you know, kind of laid it to it. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, uh, but. <laughs> Here is what I think is the most interesting thing about this is it always works. It almost always works when nothing else works. Like, you know, you see the guy with the, the Nintendo official cleaning kit and like the degree from MIT or whatever. And he gets over there and <laughs> cleans <laughs> and it goes nowhere. But Certainly it's just the pins. They need a nice cleaning. <laughs> You know, it, it, or maybe if you just insert it two or three times, that's actually what's helping it. Not that you're blowing on it, dear sir. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it is my air spit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and that I think is where the mystery begins, folks. Like, where, why? Uh, like, go look online at the anecdotal evidence. Like people get this out, they'll, they'll do all sorts of things, and, and they'll 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 kind of set it up like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself out there like this is gonna work first try, and they do it and it does, it, <laughs> it does. does man. <laughs> Why Dude, for every for every video that I saw like <laughs> I'm just thinking about this for every like super dope well produced YouTube video I saw from like some. You know, I'm not going to name names, but some like, you know, quote unquote professional YouTube organizations where they have like tech people, yeah. you know, like savvy Nintendo people or just whatever people that uh, claim on YouTube to know what they're talking about. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll take their word for it. Sure. I'll take it at face value or whatever. And they'll go and they'll explain that that blowing on the cartridges, you know, I'm not going to just uh, explain everything that they would say, but they would effectively say that it's bad, not good. And that probably what was actually helping, or some would even say 
not probably, that certainly what was actually happening was that just a simple action of removing it and putting it back in and removing it and putting it back in uh, over and over again like that was what was actually fixing the issue because it would kind of just maybe scrape the connectors a little bit, maybe cause a little friction, right, you know, whatever, but you reestablish the connection on those pins um, and that it wasn't actually the fact that the, the pins were getting blown on by the uh, gamer, right? Yeah, yeah. And then for every one of those videos that I saw, I would also see... You know, like some homeboy, you know, homeboy or homegirl with like some home video, like their cell phone, going. Actually, it does work. It's like, and they'd we're go and do all the. They do, yeah, just like a home video, just like someone like holding the camera or something, or maybe a little bit more, you know, well done. But they just try all the, the the correct ways to do it, and none of them would work. And then be like, see, <laughs> not working. Pull it out. They tried a little alcohol, you know, isopropyl, high, high alcohol, you know, whatever percentage. All right, here we go. Click, click. Turn it on. Black screen, red screen, green screen, nothing. It's like, okay. And they do it multiple times. <laughs> and they'll be like, okay, now watch. They pull it out, show the business end of the cartridge, <laughs> and they'd all have their own style. This, I think I remember one person doing like multiple blows. Uh, <laughs> multiple <laughs> multiple blows on the business end um, and then he put the cartridge in clicked it down hit power immediately Mario Duck Hunt up on the screen <laughs> snap snap crackle pop ain't none to it fixes it oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a low cost simple solution and it works uh, I... I know man you know, I, I feel like when they describe that that sort of, you know, just the act of pulling it in and out and putting it back in, you know, being the reason, like, like it's essentially saying this is just a coincidence, like that, that you know, these are two things that are, that are happening simultaneously that make you think that they're connected and they're not. And that, that just, my gut tells me that's not it. And, and you know, I... I saw a lot of theories out there. I saw like, you know, I think like, I feel like the dust cover itself and my lack of use of it probably could have put that in my brain to begin with that, that, you know, maybe some dust has gotten in here. And so, so naturally you, you blew on it. I saw some mm -hmm. things like where possibly, you know, just the moisture, you know, maybe enhanced somehow the connection, like, like that, the, you know, that like yep. water is, is, um, yeah, just, uh, increasing conductivity perhaps of the connections between the, the, uh, the ROM and the actual reader or the, you know, the, 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 the pins. And I think I, I, I don't know that I saw someone say this, but I have a theory that just the heat from your, your breath and, and the changing of the, the humidity in, in and around that air in that microclimate right there that you know it, just gotta those thin pieces get a little warm yeah those just give it co cozy up a bit yeah come on baby <laughs> yeah the, the, oh no that's more of a huff sorry, <laughs> sorry I'm getting hey, it's October first man yeah. <laughs> it's Halloween season going <laughs> boom it uh, I I do think like. You know that could change the the metal a little bit. It, it's going to cause some some you know those atoms inside that metal to be a little more active than they were before. I don't think that makes any fucking sense, dude. 
change the metal a little bit? Dude, <laughs> when, when I when going I, down I, when you blow on that. Allow thing. me to share a little story. We had this <laughs> this physics professor in 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 college there at East Tennessee State, and and his office was overlooking something they called the mini dome, and it, it had a metal roof. And he he showed us that when they built that metal roof, they did not account for the the scale of how big that was, and that whenever the heat of the sun hit it, it was it, it actually like like I think when they were first building it, the rivets started like flying out of it. Like, you know, I think on on small scales, it can change. Like, like literally change the size of those panels is what he was implying. No, but that's not small scale, dude. That's the freaking sun heating up a huge ass roof well, we're talking about. I, I agree. It's Chuck the, T the and effect, the effect is going to be minimal. It, it is going to be minimal, <laughs> but, but you know, that, that, that again is just All like, right, like hey. a... I'm down with it, baby. A little bit of a, a theory. A little bit of metallurgy going down here. What on earth? Like, like it's just some sort of magic, possibly? <laughs> yeah. Like it's got to be, man. It's got to be. I don't... I, I mean... I, see, this is the thing. Like, I have hands-on experience. So yeah. do you. So, you know what? Come at us. Prove us wrong. It's, it's just like you're paying homage to the, the Nintendo gods. It's like you got to, like, suck the... <laughs> Dude, it's so... it's so. What's the word? Prolific or pro- prolific? I don't, I don't know. But, you know, it, it's so seriously for real that even though the problem was fixed and no other Nintendo console after had that design flaw that the... I don't want to call it a design flaw... I mean, I guess it is, but that, that design characteristic, um, you know, that it was the only console that had that. So the Super Nintendo did not have that. Um, I think the GameCube, they switched over to optical disc. That was the next phase. We, I mean, I know them, I've, I've always known them as CDs mm-hmm. or compact discs. Um, and I think they stuck with optical discs for quite a while. And then, you know, they had the Game Boy cartridges going for, uh, for quite a while, um, and then I think, you know, we've got the, the chip now on the, on the switch, but anyways, um, it was just that Nintendo that had that issue and it was such a th- serious thing that I, I mean, whether it worked or not, I certainly went on to continue blowing on cartridges well after the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was blowing super Nintendos. I was blowing 64s. I was, bl- <laughs> I mean, into the cartridges. Yeah. Of course, you know. <laughs> I, I blew a few CDs. I'm going to say. <laughs> why, is, why is this sound so much? It's in my... <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing at something that's not actually, you know, that... Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, God. What else did you blow? <laughs> I mean, I, uh, my soup when it's too hot. Um, I, I think, yeah, I still am baffled at why does this work? Like, if I had to like pin you down to to a theory, that- well, hold on. Before you pin me down, um, <laughs> I want to pin you down, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, you, you put a question here on our outline for this episode in our uh, episode file, and you put, why does anecdotal evidence appear that this works? And I think we're kind of effectively unpacking that right now, but I mean, if I could just 
go ahead and like say that out loud. Why does anecdotal evidence appear that this works? <sighs> That's when we have to drop these theories. Why do you think? Why do you think it is? Do you see how I completely just reversed the question on you <laughs> when you were already asking? I like that. <laughs> sorry, I, I kind of realized that that's actually what you were just asking me. And I, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I think Socrates used to do that, like uh, the Socratic <laughs> method there. But um, so, because again, I, I'll be honest, uh, I have some theories, and, and and like I kind of became obsessed with this over the past little bit. So, I. I think like if you'd asked me before this episode, you know, like, like we, maybe if we pulled out an old Nintendo and, and I did it and it worked. And like, if you just asked me right then, I would say, uh, I would probably go back to, I don't know, man, it's pretty old. It probably has some dust on it. You know, it, like, well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't even need to make the trip cause I already believe you cause I know it's going to work. Yeah. I'm just saying if just, you know, by some, <laughs> you know, some circumstance, our conversation went to there. Um, you know, without sort of this primer of, of you know, hey, I really am going to look into this for a podcast episode. I, I, I think I, I would still stick with the dust. I, 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 you know, I think that's pretty clearly not it, you know, from from what I've researched. Like, like I don't think I, I saw that, you know, really championed as the the solution. But I think if, especially like people, like, like if people were in the room that weren't gamers and, and, you know, probably had no idea that this had been debunked and that kind of thing, like, like that's what I would say, you know, I would say, yeah, just getting the dust out of there. Yeah. But I mean, would you be saying that while deep down in your heart, you know, it's not actually really what's going on? Is it that kind of a thing? Like, like, or would yeah. you be kind of like 50, 50 on that? Like you're like, uh, dear friends, family and loved ones, I believe it is due to the dust. But it like, but actually, deep down in your heart, you know that you're only like fifty percent sure about that. Or would you be like very confident in saying that it's the dust? I would I'm say that just off. to get along in this world, because uh, honestly, I, <laughs> <laughs> I I have this problem a lot. Like, like I, I I'm an overthinker, and like I, I love like human like studying human beings and people watching and things like that. Like, like just why we do the things that we do, and and like so. You know, it's it's not always just real polite to unpack that right in front of you know if everybody's not really looking for that conversation. But you know, if 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 someone that I knew was into that kind of thing, or, or you know, had read some <laughs> some of the books, you know, that I'm into or whatever, like like I I I think that's what led me to some of uh, some of the other theories that I came up with, you know, for this. But I, I think well, I'd say the dust, and then I would I would mention apophenia next uh, if if they really wanted to push me and and you know. Well, before they do push you, man, the dust it can't be the dust, dude. Because look, look, I live in one of the uh, I live in dust universe, man. There's, there's a lot of dust pluma? here. Chingo de polvo por todos lados. There's dust everywhere. Uh, and that just happens to be like the uh, a reality of where I happen to live. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Which is you a, which is a true paradise, but it's it's dusty here, you know. There's not a lot of paved roads. Um, and that's just when there's not a lot of paved roads, it seems like it, 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 there's like a uh, incremental percentage of dust increasedness when you have one less <laughs> paved road up, up, you know, like the more or less oh, yeah. paved roads there are, like the more the dust just goes up and up and up. It's great. You're right. Uh, so, so yeah. And, um, 
when I remember having uh, some consoles, well, but they weren't the Nintendo, and that's the thing, man. It was just the Nintendo Entertainment System, the first one. Uh, which when was that released, Chuck? In the U.S., wasn't it released in '84? It was released in yeah, it may or '85, '84, '85. I would um, say it didn't make it to my area of the world till '85 or '6, but I, I want to say they started the ball rolling there late '84, early '85. Yeah, I think it. I think it was. It was the end of the year of '84. I think. Or, uh, gosh, I feel bad for not remembering that. I'm gonna feel. Oh yeah. Anyways, no big deal. Um, so. Especially because it had the NES had that little um, little garage door thing mm-hmm. that would flip down. I just don't think there could be that much dust that would prevent. I mean, maybe if it was a tri- like if you literally left the the game out with the business end like standing upward, uh, you know, you'd get enough dust. But it couldn't be the dust. I think if if I had to come up with a theory as to why the 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 game would would like error why it would like not work sometimes i think it was because the pins were not all connecting on like if you put the game in if any one of those pins was not connecting properly to the other pin it would give you a bad connection so i think that's why the problem would happen but i couldn't begin to fathom why blowing on the cartridge always fixes that problem because and why this is like eye-opening for me is because the the thing that i am assuming causes the problem is a physical like bend of the of the pins like the pins are slowly like unbending and so the pressure is less and less and less every time you insert the 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 cartridge blowing on the cartridge isn't going to rebend the pins so I have no idea why blowing on them works. Like I wouldn't even begin to, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like it, it does. What I what I think causes the problem has no relation with what I know is the solution. Like it 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 if I had to put you in a camp, you know, in one of the these it sounds like you're leaning toward the coincidence that that actually just pulling it in and out manipulated that situation. A little bit with the pins, like a physical issue with the pins and and the blowing. No, the the pin bending and the fact that every time you insert the the cartridge, the pins start to give away. That's I think that's a fact. Whatever it is that causes the problem, meaning like I insert the game, I turn it on, there's nothing on the screen. That's the problem. Whatever causes that problem isn't necessarily the same as whatever it is that blowing on the cartridge is that makes it work like it's you know there's two different sides to that Mm -hmm. i i don't think i'm in the coincidence camp but i'm what i I am what i am saying though is is uh as far as i know the pins bending is the uh, like unbending or losing their bend effectively is what causes the the game to eventually not work as well which leads us to blowing on them Mm -hmm. But blowing air on a cartridge isn't gonna like bend the pins back. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, that's kind of what I'm trying no, to get at. And, so and like, I think you're right. Like, like anything that we have made of metal, like like you, it, it seems like you know, like like I, I pull a coat hanger out of the closet here and I bend it enough, it'll it'll heat up and it'll come apart. Like like it, at at some point, even like like so, you know, I I agree with you. Depending on the alloy that they made these specific pins out of, it's going to have some property. Like it's malleability, I think it's called. They're like and, copper. And 
and so so yeah, I, I, I can see that. Like like that's gonna change over time as they get older well, that, and, and you know, have just even the humidity of the room and, and you know, the conditions of that, like the the I do feel like dust is is somewhere in there. I don't think they would include a dust cover if the it wasn't like a possible thing, like you said. But it'd have to be like like, like you said, like like standing up and it'd be a dusty place and it sit in one place for a while. But uh, you know, I I, I I'm I'm still Dude, still I think, struggling no, with stop. why. Stop. Why does it work? <laughs> <laughs> Don't rack your brain that hard, man. Look, you got you put a you put a note here that I think we haven't really uh, pulled it out yet, and it's the moisture. Moisture, that's another huge element here. Yeah, um, the the, 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 I, the pins are made of copper. At least that's what I found. I think there's parts of it that have some tin going on in there, but or something like that. But I mean, copper. We know what happens to copper when it gets moist. I didn't think we'd have that. Yeah. Mo- that moisture that mo- blowing and moisture are going to be two words in this episode that um, come up <laughs> well, I, too often in the same sentence. I, have you ever um, saw that because like silica gel like stuff that you put on connections like like to do exactly what we're talking about that's like made for that? Like why do we not have that on there? For a second, I thought you were trying to bring up Ark Man. <laughs> I was about to reach through the screen <laughs> and just grab you by the neck. <laughs> Like this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So no, you're right. You're right. There's, there's a lot of. Uh, hey, you know, it was a brave new world still even back then when they were, uh, you know, they were. Just, I think they were so focused on like how do we get this bad boy into the American household, um, that uh, and they did great on the NES. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure now there's a lot of things that. Uh, I mean, they fixed it right away, right? So they did come up with something. Even yeah. though it wasn't a silica type gel, or, or or is the silica gel for cleaning purposes? I feel like. There, or, or there, what's up with that? I, I, I'm 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 not an expert on it, but I, I do feel like there is a product somewhere that exists, like to improve connections that 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 I have saw like in some other application. Um, but you know, I I, I think. Like I said, you know, once we, we kind of got this ball rolling, I, I did, you know, do a ton of looking at it. And, and at one place, I, I think I saw this concept mentioned that that we as human beings sort of look for patterns. It's a, it's a thing that we do. We you, you know, you hear people say everything happens for a reason all the time. And, and like we we look for patterns and it's a good thing. I, I think it's one of the things that, that helped us evolve, you know, to the to the point we're at. Um, you know, as a, as a species and, uh, you know, I, I saw some pretty, I I think the fancy word for this is apophenia that, that to, to see patterns and things that do not exist. And, um, there's an interesting test that they did something, uh, I, I came across something called the Skinner's box as if we didn't need another, um, yeah, man, (laughs) um, God, Um, below moist Skinner's box. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this episode. No one will click on it, but it'll be a funny episode title. Yeah. And, and obviously, <laughs> you know, I'm not an expert in this, but, but I, I, I can give it down dirty of, uh, give it down a dirty what, for the what, what I took from that, that experiment. They had a, a, 
a box. They they put some pigeons in it. They they set up a, a thing that fed them randomly, completely randomly. But I, I want to say like like some of the the versions of this box will have like a lever where where you know maybe the bird pushes it and then it gets some food, and ultimately, the bird is doing something when the food comes randomly, and whatever it is that it's doing at that moment it starts to associate that with the food and it starts doing it more and more. And so it creates a situation where when the food comes, suddenly it's doing this act. Let's say it's flapping its wing and the food comes Uh. and then it, it starts flapping its wing a lot more. So naturally it's flapping its wing when the next time the food comes and it reaffirms its beliefs. And so this this self-fulfilling prophecy develops where it's flapping its wings constantly <laughs> and it's always the food always comes when it's flapping its wings so it it makes this a incorrect yeah. association which i i think they call a type yeah. 1 error in 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 a like like a, when you're trying to figure out exactly what's going on in a system yeah, like this is a yeah. false positive of sorts um Right. And then the other side of that is, is like, if you let that pigeon out of the box or maybe not necessarily out of the box, but it, it'll get to the point where that pigeon maybe flaps its wings and then turns its head and expects to see a pellet, but the pellet ain't there. And that's the like, oh, I thought a pellet was going to be there. Yeah. And even <laughs> flaps the wings like, oh, wait, it's but it's not. Oh. But it expected it because it had that pattern just yeah. burned into its mind or whatever. And so, like, both of us, when, when we were presented earlier in this podcast with this problem, we immediately said, like, you, you know, when I even suggested, like, doing something, you know, like a full troubleshoot, like, we were like, no way, man, you're going to pull that thing out and blow it. <laughs> like, and, like, you know, so so it's... It's worked enough. Like we've saw anecdotally that it worked enough that we were naturally going to do it every time we're troubleshooting a Nintendo. And ultimately, we're going to get that thing working and it, it just continues to read. Yeah, we'll associate the, 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 the fact that it worked with, oh, well, it was because we blew on it. Yeah, that's what you do. That's, certain, that's surely why it worked. <laughs> yeah. why, why, am I, why is my brain even questioning it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, and this is where I'm going to go a little woo woo here, you know, and I, I think like where that comes from is like, that's the train leaving the station going woo woo. Like, you know, as far as going into craziness, I am in Asheville. I, uh, like, it, I just saw a uh, rational Chuck walk out the door behind him, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, yeah. but we still got, uh, <laughs> woo woo. Yeah. Well, I've learned a thing or two since I've lived here in Asheville. Like, I've, I've dated a hippie chick or two and, one thing I will tell you, they do, they tie dye their red flags and, and you don't see them coming. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, next thing you know, you got some crystals and stuff like that going on. But <laughs> drinking that kombucha tea and all that good stuff. But, yeah. uh, So, I will mention that once you believe that something works, like, I personally have a hunch that that matters a lot. And, you know... Wait, what? I, I, I... 
I, I think there's something that, that has been sort of pointed out. Uh, I, I'm going to use something called the observer effect as an example where that whenever you're, you as a conscious being are inserted into a system, it affects that system. A, a basic example of this is that it's nearly impossible for me to go out here and check the air in my tires with a, a gauge and not change the, 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 the amount of air that's in those tires, like a little bit. Squ- oh, because just checking it will cause it to release a little bit. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah. 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 You know, that's, that's okay. a, that's a, a basic example of this, but, but you can go one step further on the crazy train and, 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 <laughs> and, <laughs> and talk about something that, uh, I was first introduced to in a book by Sean Webb. Um, it, it it's called the Double Slit Study, and uh, folks can look it up. Obviously, Damn. I'm not going <laughs> to. <Gosh, darn. laughs> yeah, which Put is also how I got chlamydia. <laughs> but uh, <it's> like <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it was another keep going, keep another. N- never don't mind. stop. No, just stop. Yeah, you're right. Um, the observer effect is that, like like I mentioned, the the basic example is is checking the iron in the tires. So 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 that once we're there and we believe that blowing on this is going to have an effect, I I personally feel like that increases the probability of it working. Um, and I mean. And, and and the double slit study it will 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 help if if you'll just bear with me and let me try to explain this. They have Please. discovered they they take they they take a card and put it in front of a light source and they put two slits in the in the card, and whenever they shoot the light through it, they expect to see an interference pattern, because light is is. A, a photon it, it, it's a wave photon and, and these waves it behaves exactly like if we shot water through those slits and you should you would expect that on the other side you're going to see this this sort of interference pattern mm-hmm. okay they put a detector to make sure that the wave of light is going through the slit and once they they actually detect that and record the information it changes the result, dude. They start seeing a pattern in the shape of the two slits. The, the, the light waves start behaving as particles instead of waves. The moment they measure, the, the moment they record it. And I mentioned this in this because that made my layman's brain believe that, that our brains could affect numbers. But if you look at the Wikipedia page, it'll point out to you clearly that that is not why. It points out that, that, that it's the actual recording of the information that nails these things down. Have, have you ever heard people describe electrons like how that, that they appear to be in two places at one time? Like, like, like have you ever... Like, like, like they, they kind of, isn't that, yeah, I think that doesn't that fall in the realm of like, uh, quantum physics and the ran, the yeah, random quantum mechanics, quantum fi- yeah. yeah, 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 this is definitely yeah, in the, the, in that, 
that zone. And and obviously I'm butchering it as far as explaining it. It's it's like comical for me to even try. Hey man, but we're I, not Neil deGrasse Tyson. No. It, we're it, not, you know, we don't have, to, we're not science communicators. We're gaming communicators. Right. Chuck. And and ultimately Continue, the reason man. I bring Continue. it up is, is, is a misconception of mine that, that this study showed that you could manipulate sort of electronics and numbers with with actually being a conscious observer in the the system but actually it's it points out that it's the recording of the data dude they they have done this study and like recorded it on a hard disk and like get one result go back and erase that hard disk and get the other result like it is mind blowing. Like what? What? Dude. <laughs> and and yeah, I, I I mean, I I know I'm not like explain it, but do some further research. Like look up like oh man, yeah, but go go. I mean, you're obviously not using that Google. You must be on DuckDuckGo or something like that. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Cousins.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chuck's over here on Ask Jeeves fucking. <laughs> yeah. I, Causes and theories behind cartridge blowing. It, it, you know, it, I mean, folks out there, I, I'm aware. Like, you know, I'm not like just blindly going into this and thinking like I'm, I'm sounding no, like dude, I've got it fascinating. nailed down. I, but yeah, I'm just saying that there's something there that, I, I can't explain that I feel like is at work here and, and, and is part of this explanation as to why this works. Like, as I was watching one of the videos you sent me of that kid that was doing sort of the full blown anecdotal test, like he cleaned it, he tried it a few ways and he said, now watch this, this is going to work. And I, I could just see it. I was like, he believes it's going to work this time. He did not believe it was going to work the other times. And like, to me, that was, yeah, that's a hundred percent true, dude. You can tell in his demeanor. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, and and I, I I've saw this like uh, like trying to get my dog to do something. I remember like <laughs> like uh, um, like I maybe gotten him in this cage thing, and I, I had some idea like while I was at work, he was he had some idea that that he was going to stay in there like during the day. And my girlfriend was standing there with me, just with her hands on her hips, like her body language was just saying like he's not going to do that, and. And like I, I, I was like, you got to believe. <laughs> you know, like, like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> You're like, don't fuck this up, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need yeah, it to work. Yeah, I'm tired of cleaning you up doo doo when I get home from work. Like, like, so yeah, this needs to work. Like, we must. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Fellow gamers, you, I wish you could see Chuck's uh, expression, man. He is just like very, his eyes are wide open, like <laughs> as wide as a silver dollar. He's really serious about this shit. Like, you believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, oh, I love it. I, I, love I feel this. like my lack of talent throughout my life has forced me to, like, oh, have to believe up. at times. Like, like you know, insert. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm Dude, un- completely you, untalented. Like I'm just saying that forest fire fighter man. Jeez, no, I, I'm just saying like like say like approaching the guitar. Like they, there are moments like you just gotta believe. Like you're gonna get this, and and <laughs> you know you can do this. And and if you're sitting there just thinking like you know it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. You, you know. So I, I, oh no, you gotta work for it. Yeah, and I feel like something like that is it play here in this in this equation with this blowing on the cartridge, like. I, I literally think that we've 
you know, possibly through apophenia, as we described earlier, like, like you know, kind of being conditioned <laughs> like a pigeon. Like, we believe it's going to work, and that yeah. matters. <laughs> you, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it matters. you got to believe, and you got to blow on the cartridge. <laughs> So we need to. And you got to work for yeah. it, and you got to blow on the cartridge. Not a thing. We should blow on this podcast. <laughs> Get it going. You should blow us a five star rating. Yeah, blow some new subscribers. No, don't tell people to. I mean, yeah, but no. Yeah, I mean, only if you want to, listener. If you want to blow on, blow consensually. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're- Essentially, yeah. Consensually, I said. Oh. <laughs> You're just pulling us down deep. <laughs> Full oh, consent. Full consent. Forgive us. Ay, Diosito, perdónanos. Oh, this is a good episode. I like it. Yeah. Uh, as long as we don't talk about Skinner's box anymore. That's right. Um, <laughs> man, so, hey, you know what? And on that, you know, these have been some really good insights, man. Like, I, I'm really grateful you you found all this stuff yeah. and uh, and brought it to the podcast table for this episode because um, that's really fascinating. Like, because, I mean, we had I had seen a little bit of this stuff, uh, but I hadn't seen anything on... Uh, how do you how how do you pronounce it? Apophenia, apophenia. Yeah, that's how I've been you saying. Know, I'm not that, sure how that never even crossed my radar. Uh, and you know, the, just the patterns in Skinner's box. Really great insights, man. So thank you, Chuck Tomahawk, for yeah, that. And I definitely appreciate um, people's patience. Like I say, with you know the the sort of layman uh, explanation of it, but uh, like maybe that plant's a kernel that you go out there and further don't, research. Don't apologize to these people. That's right. Don't apologize to these. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm moving they stuff in my mind right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. Well. Uh, so, can, can we kind of like you know? I feel like we're coming to the 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 latter stages of, of this this sort of discussion. Yeah. Like, like I feel like we go to to like you've already mentioned CDs. Like game cartridges kind of. Start to disappear, I think, because of cost and the optical discs. They can get more stuff on there, and and uh, that's really it, Chuck Tomahawk. It comes down, if you ask me, I think it comes down to those two things. Technology was getting better; games were getting better. The cartridges were expensive to manufacture, and they came with a lot of other content with them. They come with a lot of like readable content, booklets, manuals, deliverable. Like it's just they're spending some dough there. Right, mm-hmm. Nintendo Entertainment System kicked ass. Super Nintendo Entertainment System kicked ass, um, and I think the next console was the GameCube. Pretty sure, um, or at least the next one of any meaningful, you know, that created any. And it meaningful was kind of waves. a mini disc of sorts, wasn't it? Correct. So, basically, it was way too expensive for them to continue making those, uh, having optical discs there available for, for using. And they could actually make way better games, way more complex games, and fit them on these uh, optical discs because they just had more memory yeah. as well, I think. I, you know, so, something you sparked in me there earlier when you mentioned that, 
what ROM meant. It, it made me wonder that if it was like once we started having auto save and 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 like saving our progress and and things like that in these these games, that that's why they changed the medium, you know, to be able to accommodate that. But I also remember having a memory chip on my PlayStation, so I, I don't. Chuck, Mr. Tomahawk, I think you may have just touched on our next episode. <laughs> What's that? That that might be a, that right there might be a great episode, uh, a, a great uh, topic to to uh, dive into. Talk about uh, you know saving games, how it works. Yeah. Okay. Back back in the day, and and now in uh, you know in today's gaming times. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember those uh, those saving memory cards. They they'd fit right in above the actual controller port. You'd put the controller thing in, mm. and then there's a little slot like right above it. You could fit the dude. The I had a candy in, apple the, the red little... one one time. Like it oh, used to be damn. sliding up against that gray. Man, <laughs> dripping. Have you saw when they restore like old Nintendo stuff that that's gotten sun damage? Like they can make that stuff look exactly like it used to look with some sort of like UV thing. Have you saw that? Yeah, man, that's impressive. Yep. Yeah, yeah it is badass. Well, well, while we're here on the CDs, I want to ask you like like what did you do when that didn't work? If you were playing with the GameCube, mini disc isn't working. Like obviously, it's not. We're going <laughs> to you know address it like we did you know the whole, whole episode about blowing in the cartridge here, but. Lately. Oh, dude, I, I had a feeling that you were going to ask me this, but I forgot that I had a feeling that you were going to ask me this. Because yeah. I remember <laughs> getting something sense? like unable to read disc errors. And, and, and you know, if it, I, I, dude, I, rem- I remember, I remember people, my, I remember my homies, like when we, when I moved to Mexico, I remember seeing them do shit with the PlayStation one CDs that I thought was really bad to do. And down here, I was doing what they thought it was really bad to do, and it was such a confusing thing. They like whip out a piece of sandpaper and start like fucking just start like licking it, and then they'd like rinse it off. They'd lick it, hmm. and they'd be and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, my my grandma told me es que mi abuelita me dijo que la saliva funciona con todo." They'd be like, you know, spit works with everything, man. Fucking start licking the CD, <laughs> and then they'd like. <laughs> They'd like, you know, like froth it a little bit with the thumbs and then they'd uh, rinse it off with regular water and it fucking work. (laughs) Um, And, and I, I, you know, I, I would, I would, uh, I would do the classic, I'd, I'd put a little steam from my mouth. I'd go, you know, (gasps) and then I'd get the bottom of my cotton shirt and do circles, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I would do. And then I'd insert the, the CD. Um, do you remember those massive fucking like CD scratch removers that you'd like spray with like a special ointment spray <laughs> and then you'd put the CD in this like huge like spinning like turntable thing with a turn knob and you'd start spinning it I and do. it'd like it's it would it would scratch your CD it would it would sand your CD down like in a way that like made it new again like it, it just like give it a real fine sanding and a perfect circular motion, and you just spin this thing. <laughs> it's you know, a vague were, memory. Were, I, I don't know that I remembered it sanding as much as I. I it was like a, a pretty thorough cleaning, like almost like a golf ball cleaner thing, like where you put that ball in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it know. sucks it. Jacket a couple times. Spins it Play back a lot out. of golf, but yeah. I, I, honestly, we had those for records too. Like, like I remember my sister having something, you know, where a record kind of spun in a, in a thing like you're talking about. Uh, 
to you, but you mean do you mean a record like a vinyl or like vinyl, for CD? Yeah, sure enough, vinyl. Oh yeah, but man, that's old school right there. I, I, I you, you described it exactly like, like I've always loved how, like, I, I feel like, um, growing up in East Tennessee and Mexico, like, like have these parallels sometimes, <laughs> like, cause y- you're dead on, like, like we, would, it's rural. Yeah, We're both, it's yeah, both a rural, yeah. you know, and you kind of have to figure it out. It's not like you're going to be able to like go get some special cleaner for this thing or something. Like you're going to have to figure something out. And, and like, and it usually involved your friends. Like you really <laughs> had to lean on your friends <laughs> for like certain things and they would lean on you for certain things and through your friend network like whoever happened to live on your street or whoever happened to ride on your bus like your network of of buddies and whoever happened to have gaming stuff like hey well you know lend me an extra controller over the weekend and I'll lend you um and I'll lend you uh, a crash bandicoot for a week yeah you know and you would lean on your homies that way like hey uh, if you please, can you lend me your CD doctor repair and I will, you know, lend you whatever, or you can borrow my this or that, or I'll fix your, you know, so-and-so like you, yeah, you made it work, man. You gotta make it work. <laughs> you gotta be resourceful. I, I, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think this situation for me, you described it exactly. I'd get that unable to read disc error. I'd pull it out. I, I think I would definitely like, like do the, and, and wipe it off of my shirt, but. You know, maybe some for the drying or something. I'd, I'd give it a blow too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and and like my worst fear is that I had like a grain of sand or something. Wait, on wait, my but shirt. would you blow the CD or would you blow in the like laser area? More just the CD, but I have blown the laser areas. <laughs> See, we used to do all the worst things. Like that's the, yeah. that's one of the arguments with all of this is that we shouldn't have been doing any of that. You know, oh, that's yeah. one of the arguments. Did you see the one where the guy blew blew a cartridge every day for 30 days and it like changed? That's, the- oh, that's, I wanted to bring that up earlier. You were mm-hmm. talking about something and I felt like it was a great moment to bring that up. Um, please. About the pins, yeah. Please, again. Yeah, he blew it for every day and, and I, I think you mentioned earlier that it had some copper in it so it put like a patina, as they call it, on it. Like it kind of discolored like the Empire State it. Building, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of, uh, you know, I think they use it as an example and and so it, it's a clear reason it's probably not a good idea to... Uh, to Blow things no, every day. No, no, oh, I mean no, cartridges. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Idea. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It, it, yeah, so so you know, I feel like that was the the, the CD was the the end of the the blowing area era, like like sort the the toward the end of the blow area era. <laughs> it it was well, uh, I think it's fair to argue that the the Nintendo Entertainment System was unique in its blowability, man. I mean, because they fixed it after that. I'm not sure that we ever needed to blow any cartridges thereafter. Thereafter, onward, you know, um, <laughs> we did, and maybe it was just as effective. And maybe the 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 uh, what you got going here, the apophenia, or you know, maybe the Skinner's box continued working for us after. But really, it, uh, I think this was something that only us whom got to play the Nintendo Entertainment System. Or that still may get to, because they're still out there. And if you haven't played one before, I hope you get an opportunity to play one. But frankly, if you're uh, you know, younger, you'll probably find it to be extremely boring and you'll never want to play it again. But mm-hmm. still, 
blow it if you get an opportunity. Um, <laughs> well, and if, what especially you, what if you're you, of age. No, I'm just what do you feel if you're like? Over eighteen, blow the cartridge. Imagine uh, no, those kidding. Nintendo um, execs so back in in Japan, like like they're they're doing what? They're blowing on the cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, these American gene. <laughs> they, I, I want to say American by, by the time the N64 was out, they, they started putting on there, like, don't blow on the cartridges, like, round That's eye. correct. Like, You're 100% <laughs> right. They, they, I think they did that on purpose to test just how nuts we were. Like, they, they, they're like, all right, all right. You heard about you heard about this, these guys that have been blowing on the cartridges over there in the United States, man. We got to stop. We we got to let's let's just work with them. And they put like let's just put on the back of the next cartridge that they should only use proper cleaning materials. And let's see if that sticks. It yeah. didn't stick. We kept blowing. <laughs> and then by the time the Nintendo sixty four came out, they'll be like, all right, these Americans, man, they're just they're not. It's it's not sticking. So let's just flat out be like, let's just. And they put on the back of the Nintendo 64 cartridge, you know, something to the effect of "Do not blow me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, like uh, as we do here on uh, New Wave Gaming, like we, as we come, we take us from that point into now, like with the Nintendo Switch. Like, dude, they're they're putting something on the Switch cartridges oh, <laughs> to stop us from eating them, <laughs> like Tide Pods. <laughs> Oh, they, I, uh, I had a. I think it was. Do you know what it's called? There's you know a newspaper there. Called? There's a newspaper there in in Great Britain. I, I think called the Guardian. That's been around since ages. Like like literally since we've had a country here. Do they know what and it's I, called? I found an, an art. I want to say it's called uh, denatonium. Um, probably killing the pronunciation there, but uh, denatonium benzoate. Um, Damn, dude, it sounds gnarly. I think it's a product um, that they, if, if, like, say, kids have trouble chewing their nails, they put it on their nails to keep them from chewing it. So mm. they put this on the cartridges. I need to put some of that on when my they, Oreos, they man. Really, I, I think the Switch came out there in 2017, and when they put uh, first put it out, they put this stuff on the cartridges to keep kids and dogs from... Because they're so small. Yeah. Now, what did sense. we do... As like Americans, we started making YouTube a, videos of people trying it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, oh. honestly. So you can't eat these, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> it crossed my mind. Like, if I got a cartridge, maybe I could lick it on our show. Like, <laughs> I mean, like. Dude, did you watch any of the videos of the people licking these cartridges? I I, I did, man, and I, I just I can't help but think about what like you're saying, like that that's kind of true, and it's kind of sad in a way. It's like, oh, you know, do not try these; they have poison on them, so that you don't eat them. <laughs> and then, okay, okay, oh, <laughs> like, what the? And then film it, film it. <laughs> It's like we were going to oh, unbox God. the Nintendo Switch today, but we just found out the cartridges have something that tastes horrible on them. Let's do that first. <laughs> oh, God, Dude, I saw man. a video where a guy went and bought a cartridge and he didn't even have a Switch. <laughs> His buddy said, have you got a Twitch? <laughs> he 
said, you don't even know what it's called. And he was like, let's lick it. Just don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, God. That might have to be the intro. Oh. Uh. We'll see. Uh, yeah. oh, it's going to be hard to edit this one. Oh, my Lord, dude. Uh, Not yeah. that we do much editing at New Wave Gaming. Mm. Pretty much just goes up as is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, goodness gracious, man. Just, my chest hurts. <laughs> mm. Well, we can't blow it now. <sighs> what else do we got here, Chuck? There's a, you got a few other notes. Oh, no, I guess we are. Yeah. It says here, Nintendo spokesperson told gaming site Kotaku to avoid the possibility of accidental ingestion. Keep the game card away from young children. A bittering agent, denatonium benzoate, has also been applied to the game card. This bittering agent is non-toxic. Okay. Uh, They stress, denatonium is one of the extremely bitter-tasting chemicals used in anti-nail-biting treatments, among other things, as you mentioned. Okay. That was that quote. Yeah. Well, uh, fair uh, enough. <laughs> I'll be you honest know. that 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 you know is kind of really all I got. I, I think it's funny how that ties into today. People are still still licking and blowing on things. To I can't help but like kind of just look over towards my uh, you know compressed air cans that I buy at Office Depot and kind of just go, huh? Hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But those, we didn't have those back then. You know? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you just had to grab that thing, flip it around. <laughs> Unless you're Chuck and you do more of a. Yeah. Uh huh. No, I, I think it was just a one blow. Oh. Like you're a double oh. blow. Oh, was it just one? Yeah, I don't oh. do it up and down, but I, I, I like your style there. You got to do it up and down for him, Chuck. Yeah, because you're coming at those grains of dust from a different angle there, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I like... I I don't know how I know this, but I feel like if we were playing together and, and like there was a problem with Nintendo, you'd be the one blowing it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like wondering why you were looking at me like that, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, totally not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. I feel like you'd be the one blowing. You, you're like an electronic problem solver, you, you know. I feel like, and and yeah, yeah. Oh, were you saying that from a, a kind, warm-hearted yeah, place? Yeah, really. Or were you was. trying to make like, fun like of me from a oh. like a you know a fix-it kind of like your hands-on kind of dude i feel like and i felt like you were yeah. kind of trying to say like you know uh i'm the catcher you're the pitcher but no. i guess <laughs> I goes, oh, okay no sir no sir i was coming from the wrong place there sorry no sir God. Yeah. yeah we've held it together this we've long, never recorded don't, don't, this late in the yeah, day yeah don't, don't let it go don't let it go now we've made it this far the indian knows have been at a good level but uh, but yeah no no I just yeah, you know, I, I feel like um, yeah you're good you're good at troubleshooting electronics for sure uh, yeah when I okay. get jammed up on no, that, the, yeah. the PC there like like you you, you I, I'll fight it like hell but eventually I'll take your advice and, and, and it works <laughs> oh and I don't want to be that guy you know like hey uh you know because I because um you know in in this podcast endeavor man 
there's little switches and gadgets and doodahs and, you know, yeah. anything can happen on any end. Yeah. It just takes patience. I, I, I mean, and it just takes patience with these cartridges. You just got to blow them and hit power and it'll, it'll turn on. God. When you force me to switch from playing with a controller to the, the keyboard, like, yeah, I think is one of the hardest ones that, that like, I'm super glad that you did now, you know, uh, honestly. So, Oh man, dude, especially when we're playing that Warzone, man, and we're getting yeah. that KD going. Yeah. You gotta be, it's so much, there's, it's so much better. Like you're so much faster and more precise when you can move your crosshairs with your entire hand or even arm, depending on your style versus using just one thumb. This is so true, but for me, the hiccup was was the left hand. You know, the WASD situation was was mm-hmm. was the hard. Yeah, that that it, it is. I hard. still it, don't it, have it, a good it, back. Like, fuck! I needed to duck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still. You know, and you're like, I, I, why is he crouching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a nightmare at first, but but yeah, I, I mean, you know, not not to go too far in the weeds here, but it, it, it's kind of like, like, yeah, it's a good thing, you know, to be that, that person sometimes that, that sort of, you know, fixes things and, and, you know, just to seize the right thing and does it like, and I still feel like blowing on these cartridges is the right thing to do. I'm still going to do it. I think it is the right thing to do, Chuck. I'm with you, man. You know, I was going to try and be the devil's advocate. Uh, cause I kind of knew I had a feeling you were going to come at it hard. Like, hell yeah, this is science right here. Um, <laughs> That I wanted to be yeah. the devil's advocate and push back a little bit and be like, you know what? But I mean, yeah, I can't go against my own experience with this one. So, you know, rubbing a little alcohol, cleaning off the pins versus blowing into the cartridge. If if I'm in a situation where I'm on a deserted island and I only have one opportunity to play one game of Mario or Duck Hunt or Zelda. Um, and it's only going to work one time and I need to choose how I'm going to like, okay, it's only, you're, you're only going to get one game, but you have to choose. Are you going to blow into it or are you going to clean the pins with isopropyl alcohol or whatever it's called? I'm going to pick to blow on the cartridge because uh, the other way ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly too, is like you mentioned that I I just pictured like, like you mentioned earlier, like, like your friends, like, like, and I think if I'd have pulled out that kit, amongst my friends like they'd be like what are you doing encyclopedia brown (laughs) what do you got i'd have been like mom can you call chuck's parents he needs to go home (laughs) (laughs) he can't stay the night he's got some kind of weird smell going in here (laughs) (laughs) this cleaner smells like nail polish in here (laughs) mom chuck just called us a skinner's box Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine whipping out that cleaning kit and then explaining to everyone about apophenia. It's like a t- <laughs> You just like think five, it works. Six years old. <laughs> Big pair of glasses. <laughs> just look into it. <laughs> like that chicken hawk with the foghorn leg. <laughs> like, yeah. Real smart. Yeah. I said, I said, I said, I yeah. said more. <laughs> yeah, I think I've oh, been man, took outside right. and beaten up or something like like. Yeah. No, I'm still I'm still blowing from now on. I think. Um, all right. 
Well, you keep blowing, Chuck. I'll keep blowing as well. You got anything else, man? I think we've pretty much covered our bases here. That's it, man. I've had a really good time. I hope our listeners have too. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> uh, fellow gamers, non-gamers, PvEers, PvPers, and even NPCs, we love you all so much. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us on this 12th installment of New Wave Gaming Podcast. Please check us out on the social media, on YouTube. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Podcast ideas, critiques. Uh, just reviews, anything like that. Um, we greatly appreciate it. We got to keep Chuck off of OnlyFans. That's right. Hey, we're on TikTok <laughs> now, too, guys. Like, Don't forget that. Uh, in, I think oh, if you'll just right. search uh, New Wave Gaming, you'll, you'll find us there. So. Will it come up like that? I noticed there were some other New Wave Gamers out there. Like, There's this one New Wave Gaming out there that's he's super popular, man. Yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll get the exact handle for that. Uh, I, isn't and, and, it? I think I know it by heart. I because okay. I was really excited to see when you when you open that up, Chuck. Um, uh, Chuck Tomahawk is f- uh, familiar with TikTok, so he's kind of um, in charge with that. And really grateful, man, that you set that up. I think it's at nwg underscore podcast. You're you're exactly right. And that's all lowercase, uh, folks. At NWG, which stands for New Wave Gaming. So it's at NWG underscore podcast. That's correct. Please uh, follow us on there. Drop us a like. I don't know how that works. Is it follows and likes, man? Or is it? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It's follows and likes and, and uh, comments. Like like we'd certainly appreciate any, uh, any interaction folks can give us there for sure. Awesome. All right. Cool. Muchas gracias a todos. Thank you, everyone. Chuck. Thank you, man. I love you. Yeah, thank you, Ovox. Love you too, brother. Peace. Alrighty.